0: Welcome to P.S. You Are Loved, hosted by your girls, Serenity and Tanisha. We're two childhood besties who have been through it all. We'll be sharing ideas
1: and stories about personal growth, self love, and living your best life. And
0: as always, if you haven't been told yet today, P.S. You Are Loved. So we are so excited. We just wrapped up our episode with Jamie Levy um, and it was just such a great conversation around digital wellness and mental health and physical health. I just, I have goosebumps. Like it it was just such an awesome, awesome conversation.
1: Yes. I'm so happy that I got to interview my friend. Um, She is a powerhouse behind um, understanding mental health and kind of breaking down uh, barriers that we have with our technology. So uh, this episode, we got to talk about how to separate work life from home life, especially for everybody who is working at home right now via COVID. And other things that we kind of touched on was exercising your inner strength muscles around using your cell phone and other platforms and other devices. So, um, you know, we understand the kind of life that we're living today and what's happening in the world and the fact that internet is not going anywhere. And one of the things that she talked about was just being able to navigate your spaces around what is happening and that is not going anywhere, you know, like, we don't have any control over the internet, we do have control how we use it. So I think that that was something that really hit home for me and being able to get those tips and resources, um, all things that we're going to link in our description below to kind of just share with you, our audience, you know, what things you can be doing to help your mental health and your mental state.
0: So super, super excited to share this with you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to PS. You Are Loved. I'm so, so excited. We have our very first guest today. Super honored to have her. And I just can't wait to get into this conversation. So Serenity, this is Jamie is your guest. Please do the honors and introduce her. I'm so excited.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Tanisha. Um, Jamie is with us. I'm super excited to have her on this call. She is like, I I don't, I mean, I'm sure you're going to correct me because you're not going to consider yourself a guru, but I definitely consider you to be a digital wellness guru. Um, You're somebody who I follow for inspiration and you just kind of help. Um, allow everybody in your space to refocus. And I think that is huge, especially right now, just the times that we are going through and the climate of everything happening um, with COVID-19. And just also the fact that we are on a pause and this allows us to kind of have time to reflect and go back and look at, you know, what our habits are and how we can do better for our body. And it's also um, digital awareness month. Am I saying that correctly? (laughs) Mental health awareness month. So it's perfect timing to kind of recap and talk to people who um, I consider to be experts in those fields and I know journey. It's a process, but I think you are somebody that I really, really find a lot of value in when it comes to taking those initial steps to kind of bettering our mental health. So um, yeah, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. I do have a bunch of questions for you because I want our listeners to be more informed about how they can take better care of their health. So yes, thank you so much for joining us, Jamie. Yes, that's that's the start. That, that's where I'm at right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for your kind introduction, My name is Jamie Levy, and I'm just so excited to be part of this conversation. And it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we are digitally flirting across the globe starting this conversation as to how can we evolve with technology in the digital age. So I'm so grateful that technology is bringing us together in all of
1: our different locations to have this really important conversation. Yes, I love that. So my first question for you um, is what is digital wellness? Like how did this, I feel like it's a very new term. It's like almost trending, so to speak. Um, So can you explain what digital wellness is?
2: Absolutely. And it's such a great conversation that is starting because in today's digital age, almost everything is becoming digital so how do we have that translate into our well-being and being really open to everyone's own interpretation of what that means for them similar to how wellness is different for each individual digital wellness is the same is the same way so i've actually been working with the digital wellness collective Their director of engagement, and it's been such an exciting journey to see how this industry is evolving, especially in these trying times. People are spending more time online now more than ever. So, how can we continue to adapt and evolve in these times? Um, But just to be straight to the book, the the digital wellness definition is the optimum state of health and well-being that each individual using technology is capable of achieving. So really making it an inclusive conversation that's available to anybody, no matter where they're at.
1: Okay. All right. I love that. Thank you for like kind of going into better detail because I feel like, you know, you want to be a part of something and you want to do better. And if you don't understand how it's being defined and where it's at its at its core, um, you know, doesn't really help you. So I love I love the definition of that. And you're right, we do find ourselves to be in front of computers more, laptops more, you know, our phones. And I don't think, like you said, we have enough information to kind of talk about what, how it is affecting us digitally, being on all of these different platforms. So how did this journey start for you? Like, how did you get into, you know, wanting to be more digital wellness
2: Thank you so much. And it's such an interesting journey, like you mentioned earlier. I first started when social media was on the rise in 2017, really in deep with Facebook, Instagram, and everything as it was first emerging. And noticing the opportunity of anybody that had Wi-Fi inspired me to start a social media marketing company called Savvy Sisters Media. So from Then on, I was so immersed in the digital space and I saw the benefits for how it brought people together. And I personally experienced the negative consequences of too much. So having lived through that and my body physically Feeling the challenges of too much tech or using it in ways that doesn't empower us to flourish was such a wake up call to me and my senior year of college I was very present to the fact that my body could not take it anymore. And I was trying to read a self-help book and I was carrying around this book everywhere I went. I was like, why can't I get myself to read this? Like I really (laughs) want to make myself better. I just can't get myself to read this book. I was like, you know what? Books are outdated. I need a better solution. So I entered this startup (laughs) competition in college and I'm like, we need a better way. We need to connect to our senses. We need to be present and immersed through every step of the way. And I got into this competition and post-graduation I stayed at the University of Delaware to participate in this startup incubator program and I had this idea for this interactive book we're going to make it sensory super cool and then every Friday during this incubator program it was like shark tank so there would be investors (laughs) that come in like five to ten you know older folks that are really prestigious in the industry and they'd look at me and say it's too big and this sucks you you can't do it and um, every week it like slapped me on the ground I'm like okay we're doing it again (laughs) so um, through that phase of you know letting go and starting over every week um, (laughs) I was just so open to the possibilities of you know we need this this is a needed thing human fundamentals how can we make this happen so that's where Meep was born and it was very much like a yolo moment we're trying we're going for it and i continue to get that same feedback it's too big of an idea you can't do this whatever 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 fast forward to now um joined the digital wellness collective as one of their companies that is in this space and through networking and connecting with other people that are pioneers in this digital movement we connected and they were like can you help us out with Digital Wellness Day? So that was May 1st. And we kicked off the inaugural celebration of Digital Wellness Day, an international celebration that was virtually enjoyed around the world. So it's so cool that in these times, despite what's happening with all of these uncertain elements in the world, we're able to come together and use technology as a tool for us to flourish together. So it's really beautiful. And what's the next phase is, is this digital wellness certification. So, people are able to take an online class and get certified in digital wellness and have those tangible experiences that they can then share with their own communities
1: so we can all flourish together. Wow, that is way bigger than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, really amazing. I love that. I I did talk to you a couple of days ago um, before, you know, we even decided that we were going to do this. I was like, I just need to approach you because you have so much going on and it's, it's hard to keep up and keep track, especially if you're only doing it through social media, which is why I wanted to interview you and kind of have you on here so that you can kind of explain to our listeners, you know, more about what's going on in the world. Um, But you mentioned um, mindful meets and I, and I want to know more about that. Like, I know that it's an acronym. I know that it stands for a few different things. Okay. I know that it's also evolving as well. Um, so talk to me more about Mindful meeps. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. So Meep stands for Mindful Experiences Evolving Purpose. So mm-hmm. it really ties together everything we just talked about of how are we aware, how can we experience our senses in the physical world, and then how can we evolve in these times? So using technology as a
1: tool to empower our purpose.
0: Okay. Wow. Yes. I love yes. that. And meep is everywhere. Right? Like you're like, meep,
1: meep, meep, meep. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, what does this mean?
0: <laughs> I love that. Tell
1: me. <laughs> and you know, what
0: else is really cool, Jamie, is that, you know, when you were talking about the self-help books, I don't know if you've ever heard them called shelf help books because people buy them and carry them around and have them on the shelf and never use them. I know I've been guilty of that at certain times too. So you taking the, the, um, you know, accountability of yourself to just be like, you know what, I I know myself, this is not going to work for me. Let me approach it differently. Um, So kudos to you for that. And I think a lot of people can take away that at least, um, you know, gusto to take care of yourself. I'm I'm wondering if you're a beginner, maybe like me, um, and you're looking at ways to implement what you call digital flourishing, what would you recommend? How would you, you know, walk a beginner through how they can do this? Because it's pretty overwhelming, especially now with so much digital everything. What can a beginner do?
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I I think the most important thing that we remember is that we're never alone. We're all in this together. And just like the shelf help, like that's so real. And just understanding that we're all one, we're all human, this is normal, and we're not alone. I think that's the first step is realizing that we're all in this together and in terms of the the content overwhelm online evolving thing we need to adapt with as the technology and algorithms continue to change because as i'm sure we've all experienced instagram knows how to keep us hooked and so do all of the social platforms so and the output of content it's just decision fatigue overwhelm it's it's a lot so going in knowing that we're not alone, this is happening to everyone. And this is just the nature of the content. It takes that personal accountability to say, you know, I know I want to keep scrolling, but you know, my family's eating dinner, I really need to be physically present right now. <laughs> or go to bed. Um, <laughs> I need to literally. To bed. Yeah, so I mean, going to bed sleep hygiene is so important. And one of the companies in the collective is called lofty and they have these amazing alarm clocks that are essentially like a smart clock to replace that nighttime blue light scrolling so there's certainly a lot of tools and resources that are innovating in these times and i'll include the link for the the Lofty clock after but it's it's really beautiful to see how it's evolving so that's why i'm so passionate about starting the conversation because there's no one quick solution. We need to together come and create the future that we want in this digital space.
1: Love it, love it. That is that is so true. So, for a beginner, like what what do we? How do we start? Yeah. Like if we want to have more digital wellness in our lives and we want to take control of that space, um, you mentioned the alarm clock. I think that's a great idea. I actually attempted to do that before where I was like, I'm using too much of my phone and I just want to like put the phone down, actually not even keep my phone in my room. I want to charge it like downstairs in my kitchen. So I grab it when I go and just kind of keep that disconnect. But it was so hard. Like I, I went maybe a few days before I was like, this is my alarm clock this is my excuse, I need it. (laughs) I can't live without it. Screw this. Um, How, what other things do you recommend? I know the alarm clock is one of them, but what other things, how else can we adapt and apply these things into our life?
2: Absolutely. I commend you for putting your phone in the other room. And I think that those practices are unique to each of us. So a lot of times, similar to how back in the day, people would only talk on their house phone like when it was connected to a wall (laughs) so those conversations were only able to happen in that room so having specific spaces in your home where this is my tech space i'm doing my tech here and then this is my tech free space now that's not really realistic for everyone i've tried it myself and it's very challenging so what i like to do is have a tuck away tech ritual so at the end of the day when i'm done working remotely i'll close my computers turn them off and i'll put them in my closet or you know in the other room and although you know it's not always realistic depending on your schedule having a routine that works for you that's feasible so don't go completely you know on one end of the spectrum start with small actionable goals that feel realistic to you so i would say the first beginner step take your phone and just put it screen down, screen down. So the blue light and the notifications aren't always popping, turning notifications off. That's huge. It's absolutely huge. So then you're intentionally going when you're using the technology. So it's like, Oh, I sent so-and-so a message. I want to see their reply going into your phone with that intention and doing only that and not, and being aware enough so when you see your instagram or an email notification you have more inner strength to say no and that's so hard so realizing that that's a muscle that we strengthen over
0: time
1: <laughs> i love that absolutely
0: actually i wanted to ask um you know unless you're someone who's working on call you know doctor or i'm a doula you know whatever else would you suggest maybe even at night, if you, if you can't, let's say you have an apartment or a bachelor and you can't actually put your phone in another room, turning the phone on airplane mode so you're, you're not getting any of those notifications. And even when you wake up and look at your phone, you're not seeing all the notifications that came through at night. So you're not then scrolling in bed like you just have that time where you wake up, get your coffee, breakfast, whatever, then go to the phone as opposed to, you know, the phone is the alarm clock. I see all the notifications. I'm not even out of bed yet.
2: Absolutely. And that's the whole experimental process. So whether it's airplane mode, turning it completely off, do not disturb is also great. And there's a feature that you can add an automatic text reply. And when I figured that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I have a very, you know, polite response. I'm away from my phone right now. I'll get back to you when I'm, when I'm returned. I think the biggest thing is clarifying expectations because a lot of times we can feel that guilt of like, oh, they, they expect me to answer. And it's like, no, not necessarily. They, they're probably doing something too.
1: <laughs> right. I think that's huge. That is definitely, you know, like FOMO culture. Like it's, it needs to happen right now. Do this immediately. Um, so I totally you on that on that when it comes to that so I know you are working from home and I'm wondering uh, what tips you have for people who are at home um, being able to find that balance between work and home life I know you mentioned having like a tuck away space where you are like removing technology away from your you know kind of day-to-day routine for a period of time um, but what other tips can you kind of at our audience in terms of creating boundaries around working and being at home with your loved ones
2: Yeah. And this is certainly something we're all experiencing and need to adapt to as we go. So it's very interesting because we're having these conversations as a corporate culture as well. It's like, how do you have those boundaries? And It's great when people say, oh, just turn off your computer after work hours. But when you get that message that says, oh, we need this request yesterday, it's urgent. How do you deal with that internal tension? So this always on culture, the end of business day being what? 3 (laughs) a.m. Literally working with other time zones. It's literally always on. So that's why strengthening that, personal awareness muscle is so important because that's not changing. The internet is always going to be on. There's always going to be more content. That's just a given. So now that we know that, how can we build that internal strength to say, okay, this is my morning routine. I know my colleagues in India are online working hard. They might have a question for me, but this is the morning. I'm going to have this sacred time for just me and embrace me time in the morning. So the mornings is honestly the best time, especially because if you're working from home in these uncertain times, you might be with other family members. So I found that the morning is the only time it's genuinely quiet in my home. And that is such a great way to be grounded and start your day and approach your technology from a level head.
1: I love that. That is that is really cool. I definitely... Again, I think you you are emphasizing on the idea of having that inner strength, and we don't talk about that enough because it's really the onus is on us. It's not a bad matter of like how do I fix this outwards, and you know other people or other things are doing. Due- to me like Instagram or Facebook or you know other platforms it's no this is going to be here for forever it's probably going to get worse before enough of us find ways to create that balance and realize you know you can go to dinner and put your phone down and not until dinner is over, you know, so um, I like that you touched on that. And I think that that's even hitting home really hard for me, because I am somebody who's constantly on social media, I have taken off my notifications, but I still find myself checking, you know, even when it's on airplane mode, and I know it's on airplane mode, I I (laughs) feel a vibration. (laughs) <laughs> like, how? <laughs> I felt a vibration, like my phone buzzed, and I'm like, dude, you're not on. Like, this did not happen. It's all in your mind. So mm-hmm. I love that you emphasize that whole idea behind, you know, using. Cre- having that muscle and, and strengthening that muscle of, of strength. So yeah. um, of inner strength. So I, I do, I do love that. Are you using any apps right now that have helped you, you know, find balance, focus, um, you know, maybe meditation or any of those types of things. Are there apps that you are recommending that people can kind of tap into that allows you to separate, but also, you know, if you're going to use your phone, you use your phone.
2: Absolutely. Um, for meditation, headspace, insight, are great options. Um, on Spotify, I actually have a series of collaborative neat playlists, everything from movement to a morning playlist to meditation as well. I think that sound is such a beautiful way to connect and experience our senses and really use technology to enhance us in the physical way. So that's certainly a question I'm constantly asking myself. How can we use technology to enhance our physical space? So other apps that are really empowering are like even Google Calendar. So we have a me-time calendar. So you can add this calendar to your Google Calendar app and then it gives you reminders of drink some water, meditate, move. Um, And although those reminders are great and there's plenty of apps out there, Again, it's taking that personal action to say, Oh, here's a reminder to drink some water. Let me actually drink water and not just hit ignore because we've all done that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. you got to take care of yourself first. Absolutely. Um, yes. I, I wanted to, um, you know, just switch gears a little bit and kind of go back to what you were both mentioning about the tension that you feel when you have to feel like you have to constantly respond right away and kind of transition to the physiological effects of not digitally flourishing, of not digitally detoxing and being aware. So, um, you know, how would you say in your experience, you know, maybe with your own, if you've ever had your own mental health um, experiences or other people, how would you link mental health and physical health in that physiological response um, when we're constantly on our phones, always go, go, go. Um, And what tips would you have for those people who are experiencing that struggle? I really
2: appreciate you asking about this because it's so real. We get a dopamine surge every time we receive a notification. And it's interesting because Instagram is like an Instagram and our brain literally reacts that way. And at first I used to always blame the handles like we were previously discussing and it wasn't until you had those self-realization moments of coming from nothing that we own that responsibility so I really appreciate the title of this podcast because we are loved the love is within us and when we ground from there we can do anything however the technology is so real and it's not just social media because my project management system for my full-time job, I very much feel that same way when you refresh the feed and it's a constant refresh, 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 refresh. And then your brain, like you physically have that reaction, but mentally you don't realize because it's so like, like, you know, a zombie mode. So I have even said to some of my colleagues, I'm like, I feel like a computer zombie today. You know, I haven't gotten up, you know, I feel very fatigued. I might have an ergonomic setup, but, if you're sitting all day stationary, your body's physically going to feel that. And a lot of times it takes our body physically struggling to have that wake up call. And unfortunately that's what happened for me on my journey. However, I needed that wake up call because my mental resistance was so strong. I was so resilient that I wanted to keep going and push through, push through, push through. But Eventually, we reach that threshold in the physical world where our body has enough. So, understanding that and giving compassion to ourselves and saying, "You know, I'm so sorry, my shoulder hurts. I love you. I love you so much." And like holding the part of your body that hurts and reminding yourself that you are loved and that everything's okay. And you can put your computer away for a minute and go outside. So when I do have those moments where I need to reset, and the same way we reset our computer, like the go-to IT tip, oh, it's not working, did you reboot it? Well, if something's not working with ourselves, we need to ask that question again. Did you restart it? Did you take a break? Did you turn it off and turn it on again? We need to do that. So something that really helps me is earthing. So that's just going outside and touching the earth, like the ground, the physical dirt (laughs) with your feet or your hand. Um, There's a whole documentary on it on YouTube that you can see the scientific effects of that grounding energy. And moments like that are enough to reset and get you back to what you're doing.
0: I
1: love that. It's so funny, Tanisha. I'm gonna cut you off for a second. It was so funny that you mentioned that today, Jamie, because we literally talked about that this morning. Like before you jumped on the call, um, Tanisha's like, Yeah, I went outside, I did this thing. And I was like, Oh my god, me too. I went outside and we just danced in the park. <laughs> With our bare feet touching the ground, like that is exactly what I did a couple days ago. My sister was laughing at me, people were kind of staring and wondering, like, what the fuck. Like, I had my headphones on, and I was like, I just need to dance right now, I need to go outside. It was sunny, it was so beautiful, yes. and yeah, Tuj, I know you're <laughs> very similar, so it's so great thing. that you said something like that. And I,
0: and I know, um, there's so, so just to follow up on that, uh, amazing, amazing point that you made, um. I'm seeing the effects of the. Uh, I'm seeing the effects of um, digital everything on the younger generation. So, like my sisters and their friends, you know, their their posture is like kind of permanently changing um, because of this. So, you know, what would you say for like the millennial parent or parents right now with young kids who who those kids don't know anything but technology um, to to kind of help them navigate supporting them
2: I would say education is so important because what's so challenging is that you know as a parent we don't know what's going on so there's no judgment anywhere however it's important that before we empower children or people as individuals digital natives with those tools we really need to be aware as to what we're giving them. So I would suggest anyone that's interested to certainly sign up for the digital wellness certification course. It walks through everything. And I think that millennials and Gen Z are going to be what saves the world. Um, I was a part of the Listening to Gen Z panel for the Never Alone Summit and just hearing from younger individuals in this space as to how they are coming up with solutions because they're the ones that grew up with it. I think it's so important that we're listening to them and creating solutions together. What about all of the children that are taking online classes right now? young children taking online classes let's ask them how do you want to learn what's the best way for you because sitting them in front of a computer all day is not necessarily the answer yeah exactly
0: i love that for for anyone who has ever had add or just a four-year-old like you can't keep a four-year-old inside looking at a screen all day long it just it's not going to work um so I, i i love that absolutely
1: yeah yeah, I definitely um, feel you on that. Um, we, yeah, I'm, I'm so, so, so blessed to have you on here. There, we could literally talk for hours. Like, I genuinely feel that. We're like, okay, we got a cap. Um, and I... I definitely look forward to having you on our podcast again, because I feel like we could um, roll into, you know, more conversations about other wellness, you know, adopting things. Um, but you touched base on so many amazing things. And, I, and I'm super grateful that we are creating an audience that is interested in these topics, you know, where we can share um, honest resources with them. I'm definitely going to link everything that you mentioned um, in our podcast so that they can Um, get the help and the resources that you are putting out there for us. I'm super, super, super grateful for you. Um, Thank you for accepting us. Thank you for being our guest. Um, And I hope you have an amazing week. I know Tanisha wants to say a couple of things. So I am, yes, thank you. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I
0: I just wanted to, I just wanted to end off and just ask you, you know, if there is anything that you want to leave our audience, something that maybe we didn't ask you or something that's on your heart right now that you really want to share Um, You know, you have the floor for the next couple of minutes, just your final gift to our listeners from your experience. Please share.
2: Thank you so much. And PS, you are loved. I think that's the most important message. And when I heard the name of this podcast, it felt so aligned. Something else that really helps me stay grounded is connecting with that inner voice and choosing to listen to the kind voice and saying, Thank you to the negative voice. I appreciate your concern. However, we're good and I'm strong and I'm love and we're okay. So through that strengthening that inner dialogue, writing has been monumental in my self-help journey. It's almost like self-discovery and it it is self-discovery and it's beautiful. And I'm writing a series of poems called Moments With Me And they are letters to me, by me. And the whole mission is that we all have this voice in our head. How can we connect to it on a universal level that's inclusive to everyone? So I invite us all to write a letter to ourselves when we need that reminder. Just say, dear me, I love you. Love me. (laughs) And just
1: reminding ourselves that we're loved. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. We love you. P.S. You are loved. Never forget it. And that's a wrap up. So (laughs) much love. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for all the distant learning because that's what I did today. I I definitely learned a lot. So I, I appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to continue sharing love with the world.